Hi there, this is Dave Tomlinson with my very first, but I promise you definitely not my last podcast. At our New Year's Eve dinner party at the start of 2018, each of us around the table had to recall the most significant conversation we'd had in the previous year. Mine was obvious. It was an encounter with someone I met just once for two hours, but which I'll never ever forget. Barry lived with extreme physical suffering most of his life following a motorbike accident in his youth. This didn't stop him from having an amazing life, including being a dad to two very fine sons. But in his mid-70s, Barry decided enough was enough. He just wanted to tell the world, thanks for everything, but I'm ready to check out now. So he booked an appointment in a clinic in Switzerland, where he could peacefully depart this mortal coil with a shred of dignity. At the request of one of his sons, I went to visit Barry a few days before he boarded his flight. My dad isn't particularly religious, Sabin told me, but he's always been a very wise person, the sort people would seek out if they were faced with some kind of trouble or dilemma. But now it's his turn. He needs a wise person to talk with, and I'd love it if that could be you. Now I'm an essentially upbeat person. Despite being a priest, I don't find painful situations easy. The prospect of talking to someone at this stage of their journey really didn't fill me with glee. It sounds pathetic, I know, but I felt inadequate, afraid that I would have nothing to say. Now, that would be a first, my wife would probably say. But seriously, despite conducting around a thousand funerals in the last 18 years, I still found the issue of my mortality difficult, and I sensed that talking to Barry would place me right in that territory. I needn't have worried. Barry was a fabulous human being who immediately put me at ease. We chatted, laughed a lot, cried together. He even dozed off a couple of times in mid-sentence, then awoke and carried on exactly where he left off. I'm sorry, did I disappear on you then, he asked. We laughed some more. To be honest, in the gaps when Barry dozed, I glowed at the privilege of being there, so pleased that I hadn't bottled out. Among other things, we swapped questions. I asked him what he'd learned from his 78 years. All things must pass, he immediately replied. That could sound like a cliché, especially following George Harrison's famous song of the same title. Yet coming from Barry, from this man at this stage of things, the words really resonated. Don't get too attached to the good things, Barry said. Don't get overly upset by the challenging bits. Life isn't really about the circumstances we find ourselves in. It's about turning up, being present. It's about who we are on the inside and how we inhabit the stuff life dishes up. So let me ask you something, Dave, he continued. What is the opposite of life? Hmm, I sense this is a trick question, I responded with a suspicious grin. No, no tricks, Dave. There is no opposite to life, Barry said. Life's all there is, and it continues in some form, always. We just need to throw ourselves into it. I now want to throw myself into it by letting go of this body. It served me well, despite its limitations, but now the pain is too much. I actually feel like a larva struggling to become a butterfly. It's strange, you know, that one of the most hopeful, happy friendships I ever experienced was with a man I only met once and just before he died. But somehow that encounter made me feel more fully alive, 
more appreciative of the incredible simple gifts of breath and days and loved ones. And in a real way it changed my life. Look, it's a difficult subject, I know, the right to die and all that. And I'd like to discuss it more on another occasion. But my point here is more about the conversation with Barry. Because for all of us, life is full of little deaths. Things are passing all the time. And some of those passings can be excruciatingly painful and challenging. After 23 years at St Luke's West Holloway, 18 of them as vicar, I find it unbelievable that after the service on the 29th of July, I will walk from this place for the last time as its incumbent. Not by choice, you understand. It's a requirement of the Church of England that I retire at 70. A rather stupid requirement if you ask me, but one I can't do anything about. And, well, as the wise man said, all things must pass. Of course, I have no intention of retiring. To be honest, I feel as fit and energised now as the day I walked into St Luke's. And as Barry said, life doesn't stop, it just morphs into something else. So the question is what? What next? Where next? I think I've worked through most of my rage of being torn without any obviously good reason from a job I have loved with all my heart, and at a time when I reckon I'm doing it better than ever. Working through the sadness and bereavement involved may take a bit longer, but I'm slowly starting to feel excited, to wake up to a new chapter, to what happens next. And here's the thing, it's not just about me. We all go through this process at different stages of life. Dying or letting go is part of living. The question is whether we will just stand at the foot of some particular cross, angry and grieving at what we've lost, or embrace the possibility and the prospect of resurrection, which can never restore things how they were, but rather opens up the prospect of completely different possibilities. Speaking about his own death and the impact this would have on his friends, Jesus said, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. In other words, it's written into the very nature of life that we have to let go of one expression of existence in order to develop into another. It's what science calls evolution. Barry was a very spiritual man. If he had any religion, it was more Buddhist, which is where he developed his instinct that all things must pass. The Buddha taught liberation through non-clinging, not treating things, even life itself, as if we have a right to own it. Life and everything in it is a gift, and a point will come where we have to release that. The notion of non-attachment is very different to detachment. Actually, detachment is the antithesis of non-attachment. To be detached is to be indifferent, uncommitted. To be non-attached is to live with passionate commitment, yet never taking anything for granted, never assuming that anything belongs to you by right. My time at St Luke's has certainly been a gift, so precious that I don't ever want to let go of it. But I must. I can blame the Church of England for having such a stupid rule, which I reckon it is, but a vital skill in life is knowing when to fight for things you believe to be right and when to just let them go and move on. And there's always a greater wholeness to life than the things we cling to. There is no opposite to life, just life in a different form. I love the lines of David White's poem, The Journey, which say, Sometimes, with the bones of the black sticks left when the fire has gone out, sometimes, 
with the bones of the black sticks left when the fire has gone out, someone has written something new in the ashes of your life. You are not leaving. Even as the light fades quickly now, you are arriving. Sabin texted me from Switzerland to say his dad had gone. He left holding his son's hands with a smile of contentment. To hey Barry, smile on wherever you are. And I will do my level best to smile with you when I walk out of a certain rather special church on July the 29th. I'm not leaving. I am not leaving. Even as the light fades quickly now, I am not leaving. I am arriving.